You are welcome to HN What's Your Say? The number one listening show, where we discuss real issues with real people like you. We are still featuring R. Kelly. Throughout the R. Kelly trial period, he has been referred to as the offender, and those against him victims. So much evidence and testimonies from interviews however, if well analyzed will lead you to think R. Kelly could be the victim in this matter. Firstly, it is important to note that Kelly did not go out looking for anyone to live with, they all literally came to him on their own, with some chasing after him right outside the courtroom during the 2003 trial. Secondly, it wasn't R. Kelly that faked his identity and age, but the other party. Confessions were also made in successive interviews, which when listened to carefully will confirm the R&B king was a target for blackmail. Those statements were later altered, many of us believe the first undistorted stories. It's usually what we say first before getting intoxicated with many ideas from different advisors that counts the most. Anything else that follows after is always far from the truth. If we all looked at this matter critically, we would realize that there are several reports of what transpired, ever since R. Kelly got arrested in 2019 that would qualify him to be regarded the victim. For as long as there was an organized plan to have you extorted in a sort of blackmail plot. For as long as you were lied to in your bargain and if it happens that your trust has been abused. You are likely the victim. Of late, men have been falling victims to architects of sex-related crimes and this is not being addressed, likely because authorities do not pay much attention to men as they do to women. However, it's rather important to note that when it comes to men and women having sexual relationships, there is always a gray area, whereby one side will more than likely leave the relationship feeling different from the other. How to reconcile that should not call for standing with one side and incriminating the other. It's amazing how a woman who claims to be going through traumatic experiences with a man, will still be engaged with him for a long time without involving the authorities. Well, according to case analysts, that's always a choice for the woman to make. What hurts is when years later, the same woman comes out to make claims and only the women are listened to, not considering that their memory of how things actually played out could have been compromised. It's quite frustrating when a woman comes out to say I don't have a choice in such circumstances. When they well know how gravely what they are doing can affect the other party, however inaccurate the information they provide could be. But then, it should be the role of our courts of law to look deeper into such claims, and determine whether they should even be trying the defense as criminals. Sadly though, no such efforts are made to ascertain the possibility of innocence. The courts are rather quick to place judgment onto the defense, with little or no consideration that the prosecution may have other interests far from the subject matter in mind. What our government should know is that, if a woman is actually feeling abused, and they are not deliberately trading the abuse with supposed gain, they report immediately. But where there is a form of exchange, it ceases to be abuse and turns into a do this I do this kind of mutual agreement and this should not be criminalized. R. Kelly may have committed sins according to biblical truth, but it is important to differentiate between sins and crimes. And better still, leave the punishment of sin to the Lord. Meanwhile, in cases of this nature, where the defense becomes so unpopular for what society presumes they could have done, 
It becomes rather difficult to find a jury that can objectively evaluate the evidence brought forward to even move an inch towards the possibility of a fair trial. Looking at the way these cases are dealt with, it appears as though a person in a position of power does not have a right whatsoever to make a pass on a woman below his social status. Because when he does, it's regarded sexual harassment. But then it is important to note that there are always processes that lead to this moment, and these are usually overlooked and left untold. R. Kelly didn't have much a chance basing on the way such matters are dealt with. There wasn't room at all for a not guilty verdict, or even the possibility of one. But you really wonder why a person who does not want to be abused would sign an NDA, or why they would even go to a hotel room to meet up in the first place. According to Gavin from Minnesota, I also wonder why men have completely been left out of the victims category. There seems to be a belief that men will never be victims, but a deeper investigation of an incident could reveal otherwise. I have seen multiple women rallied against a single man, but I haven't seen multiple men at all rallied against a single woman. Could it be that women don't sexually harass men? R. Kelly has himself come out several times to state that he was sexually violated by his older sister back in childhood, and this has been ignored. No one has come out to follow this up. Citing this sort of negligence, we can't rule out that R. Kelly himself could be the victim in this case and no one is concerned. Nicole says, Indeed, R. Kelly could be the victim in this case. How can someone lie to you that they are 18 and then later take you to court for the same matter? It's even hard to imagine this happens in real life but it does. I wonder why the police does not conduct a detailed investigation. You have a skill. It's that special something something that you do so well. You've made it your business. Investigation to prove that there was an attempt to blackmail the R&B king as well. Isn't blackmail an offense? Maybe I am wrong. I do not see us growing as a nation if we still have selective justice. We cannot keep disregarding the men's concerns completely. There is a high chance that R. Kelly could be the victim and was let down by the authorities, who are obsessed with the ideology that it's women who are always victimized. According to Joanna, when will anyone take a man's side? Many a time a man is regarded the monster. Yet some of the gray areas in such relationships are sometimes orchestrated by the females. I think it should no longer be all about the woman's statement, but an analysis of the steps that led to what actually transpired. There are many cases where men are lured into arrangements that may later be assumed criminal and used against them. This should not be happening. Authorities need to level the ground and create an even playing arena for both men and women if we are going to enjoy a life together without the risk of any one taking advantage of the other for monetary gain. It's important for us to close up all these loopholes in our justice system, that malicious individuals are capable of making use of to turn their victims into criminals. Sometimes targeting financial benefits, or even just the satisfaction of sending someone who has emotionally hurt them to prison. The court should not be used as an arena for revenge, and an aid for blackmail if we are to build a better country for those that will come after us. Otherwise, we shall have weaponized the institution. That is all we had for you today on HN What's Your Say. To keep updated, and let us know if you would like us to publish your views in our next release.